Hello, welcome to the Masters Athlete Podcast, where I will bring you the latest research on injury prevention, strength and conditioning, nutrition, and event preparation to the over 30 crowd of weekend warriors, seasoned triathletes, stay-at-home parents, or CrossFit athletes. I'm your host, Rob Arnold, and let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, Masters Athletes, and welcome back to another week of the Masters Athlete Podcast. I hope that you've had a fantastic holiday season and a fantastic new year, and I'm all amped up and ready to go to pump out some conversations and put some more information out there for the Masters Athlete. But before we get started, as usual, I want to introduce you to my sponsor, Simply Faster. They are the leader in sports technology for athletes. Simply Faster has the world's best solutions for speed, power, endurance, rehabilitation, and recovery. Perfect for the, sim- for, perfect for the master's athlete, Simply Faster distributes the K-Box flywheel system, free lap timing, gym wear, electrical muscle stimulators, all to help get you ahead of the competition. To get started, simply visit simplyfaster.com today. Check out their product page, check out their blog page, everything. check out their clinics page, check out their job board page. Absolutely fantastic website for everything you need to know and everything you need for technology or speed development. Check out simplyfaster.com today. All right. I hope that you had a great holiday season. Um, I know I did. One uh, one piece of uh, information that I did want to share it real quick is to remind everybody, and I kind of got uh, punched in the face a little bit figuratively this uh, on New Year's Eve, and I wanted to remind everybody to stay up on your CPR training, stay up on traveling with first aid kits. Um, and if you are in the medical field, to uh, obviously stay up on your um, ACLS training. This On New Year's Eve this past week, I came across a situation where I was driving on the interstate with my wife and we just went out to dinner and we ran across a situation where a female ran out of her car. Um, her, her and her husband were fighting. The husband pulled over to the side of the road and she jumped out of the car and came into traffic and got hit. And um, we were the first car on scene. Fortunately, my wife is a nurse and she knew exactly what to do. She went into nurse mode. She administered chest compressions, new standard of practice. And this is why I'm telling the story is to make sure that you're up to your CPR um, uh, and you you recertify as much as you have to. Um, New standard of practice is just perform chest compressions. No need for um, breathing, just do your chest compressions and, you know, hope for the best. Um, That's what she did. She performed chest compressions until police got there. It was kind of funny to see and kind of odd to see that uh, the police did the chest compressions and the rescue breathing. So while, you know, her and I are both up to date on our CPR training, um, it didn't appear that the police officer was. And... Um, you know, unfortunately the female that got hit, uh, died, she passed away, 
but um, it's for us it was a it was a sign that you know you you have to stay up on your on your medical training on your first aid training because you never know when you're going to use it as at the track or the gym or driving or wherever you never know when you're going to use your CPR training you never know when you're going to need that first aid kit in your in your car or on your bike um, you, you you just never know um, you never know when a, an emergency is going to happen you know I'm sure the guy that that hit this female had no clue that he was you know at the at, at the start of that night he had no clue what that night was going to what was going to happen that night and so um, be prepared I, I, I urge every one of you to be prepared uh, get your CPR training get your first aid kits and always be prepared for when a situation hopefully not as drastic as the one that we encountered but when a situation does arise that you are prepared to handle yourself accordingly all right, so I got that out of the way. Um, what I wanted to talk about this week was a recent study that came out regarding shoes and shoe cushioning influence, uh, how shoe cushioning influences the running injury risk according to body mass. And so um, this study was published by the American Journal of Sports Medicine um, last month in December. And the purpose of the study, and I'll go ahead and read it verbatim, the aim of the study was to determine if shoe cushioning influences the injury risk in recreational runners and whether the association depends on the runner's body mass. Okay, so follow along. The initial aim of the study was to look and see if the if shoe cushioning influenced injury and whether or not body mass also had a factor of in that so my initial thought when i read the headline of the the title of the the study and i read the purpose i said fantastic so obviously i i've talked many times about my my foot injury my heel injury my achilles and I've been to three different practitioners, one of which was a sports medicine doctor, one of which was my chiropractor, and one of which was my physical therapist. All three I trust with my life. All three are super intelligent. All three know what they're doing because they either deal with athletes all the time or they're heavily involved in sports themselves and all three came up with different opinions on what I what type of shoe I should wear so how is that what how is that even possible how is that possible that I go to three different practitioners all of which are supremely intelligent and none of them none of the three of them can agree what type of shoes I should wear to fix my foot. So I saw this study and I said, fantastic. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a fourth opinion, and surely it's going to tell me which one of my three practitioners told me the right thing. Well, it didn't. In a nuts in a nutshell. So the methods is what they did is they had 848 uh, runners split up into two groups. 
One group received thick shoes, thick cushiony shoes. The other group received hard shoes. Now, the shoes themselves were identical in all other ways. So they had a 10 millimeter heel, heel drop, heel to toe drop. Um, but the only difference was one was uh, cushiony, one was hard. Okay. Um, and the groups were also subdivided into weights. One group was 78 point, or the, let me, the, the median cutoff was between 78 and 62 kilograms. So they were split up into two groups. The average was 78 in one group, 62 in another, and there was a cutoff in between, in right, right down the median. They were followed over six months, and they tracked their running, they tracked their injuries. The results showed that the runners who received the hard shoes had a higher injury risk. Well, that stands to reason. I would think that running on harder shoes, especially if you've just switched to harder shoes, if you've always been running on, hard, on soft shoes and you just now switch to hard shoes, you're going to get a little bit of an injury of risk. So the conclusion was the injury risk was higher in participants running in the hard shoes compared to those using soft shoes. However, the relative protective effect of greater shoe cushioning was found only in lighter runners. So the heavier runners, when they ran in thick, cushiony shoes, didn't really have much of an effect. Okay, so nothing groundbreaking here. You can kind of see kind of where, you know, this is, this is not really groundbreaking. But one thing I wanted to point out is that they never once talked about in the study never once talked about running form you know uh, how you know are you using a pose method of running as opposed to very biomechanically incorrect method of running you know so that's something that that I would want to understand that they that I f feel that this study missed out on because that's where a lot of runners get uh, or where the general public says oh you know I can't I can't run it hurts my knees it hurts my hips it hurts my ankles it hurts my Achilles blah 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 well how are you running it's not necessarily always the equipment that you're using but how are you running are you running in a way that's biomechanically correct for the type of body that you have are you running in a way that utilizes ground reaction force properly are you running in a way that allows you to create your own momentum as you're going forward? Or do you always land with your heel out in front of you and you're doing a lot of little micro breaks during your run? Those are all extremely important. Because if you land with your heel out in front of you and you're doing all these little micro breaks, regardless of the type of shoe you're wearing, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt your ankle, knee, hips, lower back. All these things are going to be problems for you. So while I, I really appreciated the, the study and I found it, you know, I, I, I wanted, I wanted, I had high hopes for this study. It fell a little short for me because it didn't address 
the running form at all. And so I guess that's where I'm going with all of this um, is make sure that when you choose a correct shoe or when you choose a shoe for you, that you don't just order a shoe online. Don't just go to Dick's and buy from some teenager that has no idea what he's doing. Go to a shoe store that specializes in running and they're able to fit a shoe specifically for the needs that you have. Here in Louisville, there's a couple of stores that have a treadmill where you can get on a treadmill, they'll video you run, and they'll see what you're doing as far as your gait, and they'll pick out a shoe that is designed for you. They'll ask you a couple questions. You know, do, do you suffer from heel pain? Do you suffer from Achilles, tight Achilles? high arches, low arches, you know, how, do you, are you a knee lifter? They'll, they'll see these things, they'll ask you these things, and they'll be able to pick out a shoe according to you, for your needs. So I highly recommend you get the right equipment for your needs. I, I myself am going out for shoes this weekend, and that's one reason why I'm, I wanted to talk about this today, because um, it's such a, it's such a subject close to my heart because I, I do suffer from feet issues, from ankle issues, and I have to make sure that I get the right shoes. And, um, I shut myself down since last July and I said, okay, I'm going to shut myself down and I'm going to start running again in January. So here we go. I'm going to go get some shoes and see what happens. Um, but I'm going to get the right shoes for my, for my, for my, the form that I run in for the issues that I have with my heels, I'm going to get the right shoes and make sure that I stay injury free. And hopefully, uh, I can point to one of my practitioners that have, uh, given me some advice and I can point to them and say, you were right. Um, but it's, it's going to take some trial and error. I think, I, I, it's because I've gotten some three different opinions. I think it's going to take some trial and error to find out which one, um, which pair of shoes I think I'm going to need. So um, get out there, get your right equipment, you know, get the shoes that you need. Um, and if you're going to wear, you know, hard shoes with, or, or, you know, minimal, you know, minimalist shoes, you know, do it in, a, in the right way. Take a lot of time to transition into minimalist shoes. If you're constantly wearing nice, you know, cushiony shoes with a, with a big heel on them and suddenly you're getting out there running in racing flats, uh, again, you're going to need some transition. So um, that's a challenge, you know, and I, I really do think that that's one reason why I hurt myself last year. So because I didn't transition properly. So uh, transition properly, get the right shoes um, and good luck. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening today. Again, make sure that you go to iTunes, rate the show, give it five stars, give it a review. The more reviews I get, the more stars I get, the more it moves up the rankings and more people get to listen to this, uh, get to listen to me ramble about, uh, nonsense and shoes and, and, uh, get, getting CPR. So, uh, give it, a, give it a review, give it some stars. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks.